Hello, and welcome to the Friday Live thing. Whether you have an existing online business or are just starting out, we show you how to grow and scale your business the easy way. Here are your hosts, Tim Goodwin and Mark Thompson. Hi guys, and welcome to the Insert Your Day Here live thing. Hi, Donald. Good to see you get a message in just as we were going live. <laughs> we would have a bet on you being the first one, but it's not going to happen, is it? Um, so, how we going? Have a good week. How's it going in sunny Spain? Are you are you locked downless now? Locked down for another two weeks. Yeah, three weeks. Instead. Except the trouble is that they've they've gone they've done what they've done in the UK, which is really weird. Where they say, okay, you're locked down, but you can go out for an hour. And obviously, people aren't going to abuse that, are they? But what they've got here is that restaurants and bars can open um, at 50% capacity. There's got to be a gap between the tables, right? They're recommending booking only, but they're telling people you've got to stay at home. So it's got complete mixed mixed messages, and that's a that's a problem. So I'm just going. I'm staying home. Screw it. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, pop that. How's your, how's your week been, mate? Uh, yeah, not too bad. I've, you know, um, uh, I've had a phone call with Facebook about half an hour ago, so I'm kind of my brain's a bit mashed from uh, um, whinging at the the Facebook ad reps once once again. Um, and people uh, people ask me like, why why do you actually like um, uh, why do you actually do these Facebook ad rep calls? And it's like the the reason why you do them is that it's it's just to kind of if shit hits fan, you've at least got somebody to talk to. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. if your account gets shut down, at least you can actually say, "Well, I've had all these conversations with you." Like, so it's it's a definitely a good thing to do, especially if you rely yeah. on it as one of your main traffic sources. Anyway, been running decent some decent campaigns. Um, Donald's just said about four cent likes all week. Just saying, it's Donald with it. <laughs> yeah, Donald. Donald. <laughs> <laughs> Uh dear. Um, so yeah, uh, I've had a reasonable week to be honest. With you. A reasonably good start to the month. Um, uh, we've got a brand new product. Have I got it here. What have I done with it? Uh, Hi, Morris. How are you doing? What? Yeah, Tim's clear. messing around. Hi, John. Hi, Donald. Hi, um, everyone else who hasn't met messages yet. Yeah. Uh, clearly, clearly, I, I have got a new product somewhere around here, but I've obviously lost it. Um, this is how organised we are. Launched a new product yesterday, um, which is a vitamin C product, great for immunity if you want to beat the coronavirus. Hang on, um, hang on. Look, here comes the bandwagon. Jump on. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear. Anyway, um, so what are we going to talk about today, Mark? Let's talk about lead generation. Hi, Michael. Um, but before we go to lead generation, you want to finish off a little bit from last week. Uh, yeah, it's well, it's it's kind of actually the lead generation part is actually what we were talking about last week. So if you were with us last week, um, I went through. Oh, we were some, talking about emails. Uh, we were, um, yeah, we were talking about email writing um, and email marketing, and like the second half of the presentation that I had, like planned, uh, you know, which I didn't present was to do with email capture, email like lead generation, that kind of thing. So that's what we're going to go and do through go through today. Obviously, last week, um, a lot of the stuff we did to do with email marketing, some of it was quite basic. 
some of it was kind of middling and some of it's more advanced and it's going to be kind of the same sort of thing that we're going to go through today i think as well um this first bit will take about 10 minutes to go through um so we'll we'll we'll, we'll do the the official present uh, pre presentation first and then we'll um go off on a complete tangent after that <laughs> like we normally do uh right let's see if i can find this thing nine and a half minutes of our 10 minutes or pre-show let's get work work out what we're going to do talking about macs well yeah exactly and it's interesting like the whole mac thing because uh say it's tangent already <laughs> no I'm not going to go off on the tangent. Share screen. Hang on a second. D D D. Share screen. It'll just go. Blah. Okay, oh. and there we go. So obviously, I've missed off some like um, uh, an important uh, thing to recommend here on on this. Um, but basically, there's two things you need to uh, grow your email list. Um, one is a way for somebody to put their email address into a box. And the second thing is you need somewhere to store it. So obviously the box on the left, that comes from a piece of software called ConvertBox. We'll talk about that a little bit more uh, later on. And the bits on the right are the different pieces of software. You need an email service provider or email uh, management software, whatever, EMS, or there's so many different ways of... Um, ESP, you know, there's so many different ways of describing it. So this is your MailChimps of the world. This is your active campaigns. This is your convert kit. This is your, you know, Infusionsoft if you're insane. Um, you know, uh, so between Mark and I, I reckon we've pretty much used every single um, different email software provider that there is out there. Um, I still even have an Aweber account from 2009, which I still um still pay pennies for each month um but um if you're in the e-commerce world certainly i would recommend either drip or clavio clavio is my preferred my my uh, service of choice it is superb um drip did a bit of a pivot a couple of years ago um where they basically were there were four content producers originally and then they did a pivot to e-commerce um, Mailchimp. Regretting that now. <laughs> um, Mail Mailchimp on the other uh, side of it, I wouldn't touch with a barge pole. Um, it's yeah, it's got got issues. Um, and if you're in the info space or content marketing, or if you want to do anything particularly clever, um, Active Campaign is the 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 um, piece of software of choice. And it's the thing that Mark uses and talks about all the time. And a lot of the courses that you'll find, um, the free courses and also the paid courses within SMO um, it, are, are based around active campaign. Um, so you'll see an awful lot of the, the stuff that we talk about within SMO, the free group is based upon active campaign. If you're in the pro group, go and check out the video that I posted earlier today. It'll blow your mind. Um, I've been since I posted that I haven't stopped thinking about it in ways I can I can actually use it. So it's gonna be a little bit cryptic, but pro members who check out the video will know what I'm talking about. Sorry, clearly I haven't been into the pro group today, so um, I've no. Yeah, idea. You said it was a brilliant idea when I told you. you went, My God, that's brilliant. Okay, so it's that idea. Okay, no, that yeah. is that is a really ninja cool thing and definitely well worth checking out. 
if you're in the pro group if you're not in the pro group why are you not in the pro group anyway before we get to sales not in the pro group <laughs> um email list building so very very simply um uh, for customers that for me um the customer email list is your most important asset as i mentioned in the call last week is that my customer list my email list is my most important asset you can take everything else away from me um you know you can take away all my products my websites you know my office pretty much everything but do not take away my customer email list um that is the most valuable asset to my company um so um it, you know because i created this presentation for amazon merchants um you know uh, which i presented a couple of weeks ago one of the, the challenges that they have is that they actually don't get the customer's email uh, email address you can email the customer through amazon but it's restricted heavily restricted and it's monitored so you can't actually drive somebody to something outside of amazon which is a bit of a pain in the bum so if you're if you if you are an amazon person i know there's a few of them a few people who watch this who are amazon people um definitely you've still got to be able to get hold of collect emails um and i would certainly recommend doing that before a purchase so doing things like coupon giveaways um, and that kind of stuff. And I would use something like ConvertKit or Drip to manage the list, um, or even ActiveCampaign, to be honest with that, uh, to be honest with you. Um, if you're not an Amazon merchant, if you're just a normal merchant, you can also do things like package inserts and stuff like that as well. Um, for the normal business owner, for an e-commerce business owner like myself, Clavio is my most strongly recommended tool. Um, you know, and certainly uh, one of the reasons why we recommend or why I recommend Clavio over everything else is that the segmentation capabilities on Clavio based upon somebody's purchases are incredible. So I can literally go, um, this person has bought Lean Greens three times in the last six months, but not in the last two months. Um, and I can have a segment of people who are basically about to uh, about to abandon my brand so I can send them a specific email campaign based upon that. Um, you can get, set up conditional email sequences very much like what you would do with active campaign. Conditional email sequences are hugely powerful, basically if then statements, you know, um, has this person done this? Have they clicked on this link? Have they read this email um, or not? And whether you resend the same email or whether you send them another, e a different email. Um, so that's that's the reason for using something like Clavio or Active Campaign is those powerful conditional sort of sequences that you can set up and the, the segmentation that you can do. And of course, there's the uh, the list management functions of the, your ability to uh, cleanse your list and also integrate tightly with the different tools that you've got. Certainly, one of my recommendations is figure out what your most important application is. Um, that you use, whether that's, uh, you know, Shopify, whether that's, you know, um, something like um, uh, Thrivecart or, you know, for us, it's our recurring billing software. Basically, everything else, our entire uh, software stack has to hang off that. So everything that we do based, based around, upon our recurring billing platform if a piece of software does not integrate with a recurring billing platform, 
then we don't use it. Thankfully, Clavio integrates nice and tightly with our subscription software. Um, so if you don't know what I mean by these conditional flows or conditional email sequences, this is what I mean. So as you've got a conditional split, has this, is this person an active subscriber? Yes. Then we send them, sorry, are they not an active subscriber? Then uh, send them this particular offer email. If they are an active subscriber, then end the flow. So you can do some real fancy stuff with the flows. Um, so one of the things with coming back to some of the basics behind this email list building and um, building your prospect lists, like big list doesn't necessarily equal big sales. Um, Mark's obviously talked hugely about bigly, I should say, about, um, uh, you know, small, small list, big income or big income, small list, whichever way around it is this week. Um, and it's it's the, the, one of the things with small lists is that it's about getting the right people on the right list, you know, only getting the right people onto your lists. So, you know, people have asked about, oh, should you run a contest? Should you do giveaways and all this kind of stuff to get people onto your list? And in some respects, there are there is a place for doing giveaways or contests. And we do run a, a contest, a giveaway or a contest for getting people from our Facebook page to become uh, email subscribers. Now, um, you know, the contest that we have is basically um, for somebody to win a hundred pound voucher to spend on our store. So it's um, the only people who are gonna sign up to that particular contest, i.e. sign up to our email list, are people who actually do genuinely want to buy our products. And that's the most important thing to think about when you're doing these kind of contest giveaways. You see all these kind of like, you know, promotions for like iPad giveaways and you just sign up because the person want that, you know, they just want to win an iPad. They don't give a damn about your product. They don't give a bad, damn about your emails that you're sending out. All it's just going to create is a lot of spam complaints, a lot of unsubscribes and a bad reputation with your uh, email service provider. So um, try and avoid contests um, in the scheme of iPad giveaways and all that kind of stuff. But they do, they, they do have a place. Um, one of the things that we do a lot, um, certainly Mark does it a lot, is um, blog posts are a great place to add an opt-in box. Um, so uh, rather than just having a old school squeeze page where the only thing on the landing page is basically a, a box to enter your email address, is that you have an opt-in box appear on blog posts. So. Um, if somebody's interested in a particular subject that you're talking about on the blog post, you have uh, what's called a content upgrade um, towards the, the middle and the bottom of the, the blog post, which basically says, you want to know more about this particular subject, opt in and we'll give you the video that shows you how to do this exactly same thing kind of thing. Um, so you can also have landing pages with timed pop-ups or exit pops or scroll depth pop-ups and all that kind of stuff. And we use ConvertBox to be able to enable us to do that. Um, I use ConvertBox in the e-commerce world. Mark uses um, ConvertBox in the info space um, and you know digital marketing space. It is a hugely powerful piece of like software, um, but ridiculously simple and lightweight as well and well worth looking, looking at. Um, so to give you an idea of what um, I use uh, ConvertBox for, we have these kind of like little pop-up things which appear at the bottom of the screen for, you know, 
sending people to a particular offer on our land uh, on so this is a blog post and then basically we once they've scrolled down a certain depth we show this particular offer um, or this particular banner suddenly appears and then on this particular page this is a landing page sales page um, that once somebody's been on this on the page for at least 90 seconds we pop up a box and say save on your first order um, so there's a pop-up box bottom left hand corner here or on a mobile device pops up over the top part here and it's a it's either a scroll depth or it's a timed pop-up really super powerful and these are convert box boxes again super super powerful for doing stuff like that so some some basics um for list building is know who you want on your list for us it's about people who just don't like vegetables so we as long as you remember that and you play to that message it means that the emails that you are writing that we talked about last week are a lot more relevant rather than just getting anybody and everybody onto your list and then when you start sending emails they get annoyed because they just don't care about the thing that you're writing about um most uh, which is brings me on to point two you know exactly who you don't want on your list we know that we don't want vegans pts or health fanatics on our list we want the most unhealthy people on the planet to be on our list because they will get the humor and the message and the story that we have vegans pts and health fanatics will be pissed off annoyed will complain about me send me hate mail all sorts of stuff because of what we talk about um, on on the emails um, it's not that we pick out in particular um certain you know specific people you know or you know we don't go joe wicks is a dickhead blah 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 kind of thing or we don't do that kind of stuff but we we pick a group like a vegans and you know health fanatics and you know the personal trainers of the world or we pick we pick on them as a group not as individually um which tends to relate really really well with the types of people who do like getting my emails um uh understanding what the common outcome of your list member is going to be um uh you know they want to feel like they're doing their body some good um that's the reason why somebody wants to be on our list it's not necessarily that they're, they're perfect nutrition it's that they just want to feel like they're doing something good um one of the common heroes we like to align with joe wicks because he's a common hero for our particular audience he doesn't um he, he doesn't become come across holier than thou and tell you that the, you're fat and lazy and you should like you know have perfect nutrition every day he's not like that at all um common enemies again the personal trainers and the nutritionists the perfect people of the world so that's the kind of thing that we think about when we're doing our list building when we're creating opt-in pages and opt-in boxes um you know what are, what are we trying to who is who are we trying to attract to get onto our list so that when we do email they prefer to get they, they like to get our emails um so um, the perfect lead magnet. Now, lead magnets are something that Mark's, Mark and I have used on pretty much every different project that we've ever worked on. And like lead magnets have changed over the years. Um, so it used to be that like, you end up giving away ridiculous things like, you know, 400 page ebooks and stuff like that, which is just insanity, if you ask me. Um, thankfully, that a lot of those have gone the, the way of the dodo. Um, but the ideal perfect lead magnet for me is 
what's the first thing that the person wants or needs to solve their particular problem? What's going to move them to the next step? You know, um, you know, what's going to give them something that they feel like they're actually progressing with? Um, we find things like checklists are great for that. Um, the great as lead magnets or juicing guides. So simple DIY guides for creating your first juice. And we find that videos are a great way of like a great lead magnet and a great way of um, putting across some information. So that's pretty much all I wanted to talk about on the basic level of like lead generation and lead creation. But we're going to go a little bit deeper. Obviously, I've talked about a few different tools. Uh, ConvertBox, the one at the top, if you click on that, if you go to that particular link, it's, it is an affiliate link, but um, uh, it's uh, we, we earn a penny or two from recommending that particular product. But as you can see, I use it on a daily basis in our in our business. And the same with Clavio. We use Clavio every day. And if you're into active campaign, Mark has a particular link for active campaign. Cool. And one other way I want to sort of talk about doing this is what I've been using mostly over the last few months and it works really, really well. So let me just share my screen. It works so well. I've even done a course on it. Uh, <laughs> there we go. Zoom. Okay, so. Free online courses. Yeah. Okay. Uh, work really, really well. So obviously I use Thinkific. I absolutely love Thinkific. It is a game changer as far as I'm concerned. Um, I don't have sleepless nights because of Wishlist and LearnDash <laughs> and Buddy Boss and one of them updates and it breaks the others, which happens all the time. Um, it's It's got everything. It's a, it's a landing page, it's a cart, it's a delivery mechanism. It's everything. Right, so you know, simple course. It's, it's, a, you know, it's a basic web page design, but you can get some good stuff. So what you do, this is actually, this course is actually way longer than I expect I, I intended. Um, I would think about like, between three and six lessons is really all you need. Um, and all you do is send people to sign up for free. Once they sign up for free, uh, they're on an email list. Um, if I went into active campaign now, you see I've got active campaign and Thinkific linked up. So things like um, various events, they enroll in a course that gets passed to active campaign. So if it gets passed to active campaign, I can trigger an automation or the automation can trigger, uh, be triggered by Thinkific. If they complete a course, I mean, get to the bottom of the end, end of a course, there's a button there completed. You click on that that can trigger an event so i can send out certificates i can send out congratulations on uh, completing your course uh if you want to take this further please check out this product okay here's 20 percent off here's 30 percent off whatever um it makes life so much easier when they enroll in a course you can take that course and you know, as i said you start an automation that can kick off a seven email sequence Right, while they're going through it, or you can deliver the lessons. Um, so for example, the introduction and the tools and resources could be delivered today. Um, the orig original FB Live I did on this can be uh, delivered the next day. This can be delivered another, another day, or this section can be delivered this week, this section next week, this section the week after. Okay, 
think about using um, courses. The other thing you can do is if you have a uh, PDF that you've given away before, you can, you can do this on a PC. I don't know how you do it, but you can do it on a PC. But on a Mac, if you just highlight the sections you want, so the, the introduction, introductory section, if you drag it to your desktop, it splits up the PDF, right? If you then name the PDF however you want it and upload it, then uh, when you upload it, it, it creates all the individual lessons. So I've on some of these, let's have a look at all courses. Let's see if we can find one that I've used before. Yeah, technique, techniques, not tools. Right, you can see here, this is what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11. Oh, including download the PDF. That is literally a um, PDF split up and uploaded as a course. It makes life easy. And then you can get people to enroll for free. And once again, leads on to something else. I think one of the interesting things with um, doing this kind of thing with Thinkific is and, and having a course is that it it goes back to that point that I had, which is getting the right people onto your list. It's like it's far too you know you can get people added to your list really really easily, um, and it's like you can run stupid contests and like you know have you know some uh, clickbaity style kind of opt in that gets people um, all hot under the collar to start with, and then it doesn't doesn't translate to actually any sales whereas like the kind of people that mark's interested in um in having on his list are people who are interested in learning more about marketing and you know um becoming better marketers and so by having a course it's it's kind of like going well okay you've you've shown that you're interested in learning about how to be a better marketer let me sell you some more stuff that's to do with how to become a better marketer. And that's, 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 that's why it's such a powerful um, opt-in uh, format. The other thing it allows you to do is think of everything. Um, I don't know if it's the right word, holistically. So for example, let's say you've got a large audience that you're targeting. In that audience, there'll be people who want to learn, who want to learn the basics of cooking, for example, right? So you can have a course, uh, cooking basics, five techniques to get you started, right? The people who go that through that course, you've now got a path for them so they can do your up updated basics course. When they complete that, you can then take them to your intermediate course. When they complete that, you can take them to your advanced course. If somebody, if you've got another article on your blog and that's all about intermediate cooking tips, once again, they come into the intermediate tips, then you take them further up again. It, it allows you to segment your audience. And as we always say, segmenting your audience is probably the best thing you can do for your, your, your business ever. It, it's, you know, and also one of the things I find is that is so the most important thing is getting people to complete that first thing. If you gave them a 400 book, a page ebook, you know, with 15,000, 20,000 words in it, it's like the likelihood of somebody finishing that book is quite small. Whereas if you have, you know, three to five lessons or seven lessons of a particular course that somebody can complete in a 
in a couple of hours at most, you know, an hour um, is probably a good stretch. It's kind of like, you know, if they've completed it, they feel like they've accomplished something, they've learned something, they've moved forward. And then they're much, much more likely to then go and forward and invest in your next thing if, you know, which, you know, and then you can segment pace people based upon whether they completed the free course or not. If they've completed the free course, then you can go, oh, you completed the first free course. How about the paid one, which you will get even more results from rather than... On top of that, if I delivered techniques, not tools of the PDF, which I used to do, I have got no idea if you've read it. Absolutely no idea. I have to go forward assuming that you've read every bit and you agree with it. Yeah. Right? If I deliver it as a course, I can see exactly how far you've got. Yeah, I can see how far you've watched each video. I can see which videos you've watched. Everyone's getting worried now. Um, <laughs> I, can see, I can see when you finish the video. If you get halfway through and then stop, right? I can send an email and say, hey, I see, I see you haven't finished. Uh, is there any problem with the course? Right. I can start that conversation. OK, I, I can I can look at the course and see which videos people are finishing really quickly. I can go back and re-record that video and make it it's like tell them what's coming in it at the beginning. That's the simplest way of doing it. Just both like on the end, onto the, onto the front of it. In this video, I'll show you how to do A, B and C, which you should be doing anyway, but we usually, we usually forget. It gives you so much more control. So you build, as far as I'm concerned, you build a better list. You build a much higher quality list. Uh, anybody who doesn't bother finishing the course, I can just ignore, really. Uh, what I'm, I'm, I'm actually still believing, I've not about, what, six to nine months in, I'm still getting my head around some of the ways that I can use Thinkific. I'm not using it as effectively as I know I should be able to. So for example, uh, we have a course. The people who get to the end of the course can go off on another path. The people who don't get to the end of it, I can take them down a completely other path, right? Give them a more, a more simple version, okay? Isolate what's the most important thing they need to do and then do another smaller course or another PDF for them that says, hey, um, I don't know if you didn't, you didn't finish uh, the course on whatever. Here's a much simpler way of doing it. If you let me know if you like it or whatever, it doesn't matter. You can, you can once, you're, once you're tracking and getting data, the world's your oyster. And that's the, the main thing, getting data. Yeah, cool. Um, so questions in the boxes about opt-ins, like just fire them in. Yeah. If you've got any thoughts about lead magnets or anything like that, I'm happy to answer people's questions on Actually, that. It, it, John's made a good point, but there is a point I want to make about it. Uh, what's wrong with Fat and Lazy? You need fans of Big Lebowski on your list. Right. This is another thing about, about your list. So that probably wouldn't work for Tim's list because it's a lot of people in the UK don't relate to Big Lebowski. Yeah. So, it, it, so it wouldn't work. If it was something like Rab C. Nethbert, yeah, then it probably would because they would understand it. So it's actually knowing your audience and making sure you present to your audience. So uh, with a sort of multinational audience, I can talk about The Office, okay? Because they did a crap American version of it. <laughs> any, any of our American friends who like The Office, make sure you get the UK version. It's 10 times better. More cringy, but 10 times better. Here's, here's the thing with like, I'm gonna go off on a very short tangent. Here's the thing. I can't watch The UK Office. I can't, I literally, it, 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 
it, it makes me come out in a cold sweat. It's kind of like fingers down the, like, honestly, it's that bad. And I, it's so cringeworthy because I had a boss who modeled his, his the management style on David Brent. And it just, I just can't watch it. <laughs> but I mean, that, so if I wrote an email and Tim opened that, he, he, could, he could relate to it. Yeah. If I started talking about how, and it is, it, you sit there and you go, I can't believe that guy's doing it. But there, there are people like that. Yeah. So, yeah. I think I might get sued if I actually use my my uh, old boss in a, an email because <laughs> <laughs> the, the the death threats that uh, I probably made to him like you know ten years ago pro- or yeah, longer ago than that Jesus fifteen years ago um, they're probably probably still very fresh in his mind because I genuinely did want to kill him. When, when you make a death threat to your boss, you know this problems, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that, that was my cue to like get out while I could. Yeah. <laughs> oh, mild mannered Tim. Yeah. yeah, so it's there's so many ways that you can grow your list. And it really is just getting that email address into somewhere where you can use it and use it properly, use it in the, the right way. Um, there is um, solo ads. Now, I hate solo ads, right? Because you're targeting at a uh, huge audience. But done right, it can be extremely, extremely valuable. So if, if you've got a person with the right type of list uh, who are, like, for me, at the moment, I'm focused on the UK. I'm starting to focus on the UK more than worldwide. Um, if, I, if I, I can find a guy with a list of people who like online marketing, who are learning about online marketing, who are based in the UK, and I say to him, I want uh, 50 signups, here's $50. I, I can probably get 50 signups today for a course, a piece of training. Now, it's got to be really on point, and it's got to be um, good quality. No, it's no good just getting people to sign up for something rubbish because they, they're used to that. You've got to go above and beyond, and that way it'll work. So I might, I might, I might test that. Yeah. Um, so in terms of other like um, opt-in methods that you've tried, I know we've talked before about things like content upgrades. Um, do you have anything in particular that you use at the moment for like content upgrades? Is it mostly driving somebody to a course? Is that the way yeah, it works? I mean, the, the, obviously, the, the best, I've, I've told this loads of times, so people listening will probably know this. The best um, list building I ever did was 4,000 subscribers in a day. By, spe- by spending a day writing uh, a P- two PDFs, two identical PDFs with different marketers' links in them. So I used a marketer's affiliate link in it rather than my own. And I gave him the report and said, people can sign up here all right, uh, and they'll get this. It's got all your links in it. And so I gave it to two marketers, and they sent it out, and I got 4,000 subscribers overnight. Didn't make a penny off the um, report. Didn't want to. I got, I got 4,000 subscribers. So I got 4,000, let's call it a dollar a, uh, a thing. I'm sure some of them are still on my list now. So it worked. You know, I, I, I've run various, I suppose the best campaign, opt-in campaigns that I've ran before 
it's the consistent stuff for me like that is the bit that is very unsexy um kind of uh, adding people to your list adding five or six or seven people to your list every single day and it's come mostly through um a blog post and it's like i wrote a blog post and it had like a pop-up on it and it produced five six seven new prospects every single day without fail and it was like my most trafficked blog post and i just so i went into basically into google analytics figured out which was my most trafficked organically um uh, blog post and then stuck an opt-in onto it for getting an um uh, getting an offer or getting access to the a new customer offer and it consistently added five six seven people a day and it's like it's not a, not as a sexy and exciting as like getting four thousand people in one day, which is has its place. Um, but it's it's one of those things that you can bank on, and it's like you just kept on ticking through and giving me new prospects every single day. Um, it still it still does give me like organically, it still gives me like two or three people a day. So just keep it going. Yeah, honestly, you don't have to overthink this. If you've got something that you well, exactly as Tim said, work out where you get most of your traffic going to and start there. And you'll get, it doesn't, one lead a day, doesn't matter. That's 365 a year. Okay, that will pay for all, probably all your marketing tools if you do your marketing properly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's ultimately they should, they should convert, you know, if they are, if you're, if, they, if they're opting into the right thing, and like they're opting in for the right reasons, then they should start converting at a decent percentage to buy your yeah. thing. So that's 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 the most key thing to remember with uh, with doing uh, lead lead capture and lead capture processes. Um, you know, and then go back to the emails that we talked about last week. The email writing, um, uh, the the email sequences that you write, the onboarding sequences, as well as. So you can do an onboarding sequence for somebody who is a prospect. And, you know, it's something that Andre Chaperon does extremely well um, with, with his stuff. And, like, he'll, he'll have a, an onboarding. He doesn't do follow-up emails very well at the moment, does he? Uh, he's been a bit rubbish with follow-up. So um, there's, there's Andre for you. Um, but when, when he launched, like, Autoresponder Madness, and he signed up to, like, his Bob and Jim thing i can't remember the name of the the two guys that are um the two steve, steve and mike i can't remember yeah Steve and mike or whatever but you sign up to andre's list i'm like he doesn't try and sell you anything for 30 days <laughs> it's like <laughs> eventually eventually he sells you to respond to madness um but it's it's things like that where you're going okay so he's looking at uh, on the, the long game with this but he's indoctrinating people to the way that people that term I absolutely loathe that term, indoctrination. Yeah. It sounds like you're part of a cult. We're passing out <laughs> Kool-Aid. Yeah. I'm very educating. Educating. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think whether, whether there's a better better way of uh, uh, describing it. Yeah. It's just, it, it's, it's a horrible term. It really is. Yeah. Um, it's getting people used to you. And liking, knowing, liking, and trusting you, and ultimately that's that's the reason why we do it. It's like when I used to work with my ex-business partner Paul, um, we used to market to a lot of personal trainers and um, waterboarding. Yeah, I just seen the comment below. <laughs> um, you know, uh, 
uh, myself and um, Paul, we, we sat and wrote an email sequence um, for basically indoctrinating people, waterboarding people onto our, um, uh, into our world. Um, and um, it, it, we, didn't, we didn't try and sell anything for the first 16, 17 days, but we could map pretty much accurately when somebody was going to buy you know, we could get somebody signed up onto the list and like 17 days later, they'd buy, you know, and it, it was pretty accurate. And we, we knew that how good a conversion rate we could get. It's just that we would have to be willing to wait that 17 or 18 days, which Paul's patients sometimes <laughs> let go a little bit, which is why we then launched things like we would launch a new product and we'd be like, Paul's like, send, press send, press send, quick, press send. Um, if normal, it was press send without a link in the email. Well, that's normally the way it would work. Yeah, it's like, I was like have we double checked the email? Have we not said? Have we said anything that we shouldn't have said? Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, generally, like you know, once you've got somebody who's actually on board with you as an individual, once you've got them, taken them from, through that onboarding sequence, um, you know, you can start putting pretty much anything in front of them, and you know, as long as it's the right type of product, it's the right type. You know, you're not just churning and burning list like you know like it's 1995 again where you just get presented with offer after offer after offer you know the next wso offer or whatever it might be for seven seven bucks so yeah just reading there the email. good question for you there tim what buying signals did you track or see that let you know people were buying were, were ready to buy um, we didn't. It was basically to see, we just had to tell enough stories to actually get somebody to trust us enough. And um, because both Paul and I had been on the, uh, on both sides of the story for like uh, being personal trainers um, and running group training programs and stuff like that, we understood the audience explicitly well. You know, we understood the challenges that they had, the pain points they had what they actually truly desired. So um, one of the, the uh, best headlines that I ever wrote um, was, um, we're, uh, you know, we're going to show you something, something along the lines of earn an extra £1,000 per month. It wasn't like create a six-figure business or, you know, you know um, start buying Lamborghinis and, you know, yachts and all this kind of stuff. That, that is where people like Ty Lopez get it completely wrong because the people they, that they attract are the people okay they can't i can't say they're getting it wrong because they're making huge incomes but the people's preconceptions when they sign up haven't been set properly yeah okay because they sign up thinking i'm going to be millionaire by next week yeah so we, um, we we set the expectation early on it's like we understand the challenges you're going through we've been through that problem you know we told stories about you know getting up early in the morning and like training people for apps and absolute pittance. And it's like actually how, um, you know, an extra couple of hundred bucks a month can make a big difference to the way that you run your business and the way you run your life. And it's like showing somebody that saying to somebody, Oh, you can earn an extra thousand pounds, um, by setting up a thousand pounds a month extra per month by setting up and running a boot camp in the right way we're going to show you how to do that. And the course is, you know, whatever it was, 300 bucks or whatever it was. And we sold so many of them 
because people trusted us implicitly because we'd told those stories about our experiences which related exactly to theirs as well and what they were going through and that's the important thing is understanding the audience it's like it's like me talking about um people who people who get um abused for being fat and lazy and i'm like i embraced those people because in you know at heart i'm a fat lazy person you know i i've not always been a fit and healthy person i've not always been the the healthiest eater i'm not right now i'm not the healthiest eater um you know i eat crap i eat cake i eat co drink coffee too much you know it's like oh, um <laughs> <laughs> so when you start talking to people in those terms rather than rather than just abusing people yeah you see so many of these personal trainers go all right you've got to have the perfect nutrition eat kale and all this kind of stuff it's like bullshit to macros. you've got to learn your macros and it, it, but there's there's an audience out there 70 percent of the population in my belief 70 percent of the population will hear that and they go fuck you dude sorry i'm not doing that or not even sorry they're just going I, there's no way i'm doing that and it's like so you know the way that we talk to our customers and our prospects is very much you know um talking to them the language that they understand yeah we like to go out for a meal we like to have cake and dessert and you know have drinks and like have a takeaway from the local curry house and all those kind of things because that's what relates to those people understanding the person who you're talking to and that's why the, all of these, um, all, all of this stuff to do with getting the right person on your list is so so important. It then makes opt-ins much much easier to get because you're speaking their language, and you keep them on, and you they become better quality customers at the end of it as well. Cool. So, anyone got any questions? Um, and we'll try and get them answered. Um. So what are you doing for the rest of the week then, Tim? What's your plans? Well, apparently it's a bank holiday tomorrow, um, which um, unusually for the UK is on a Friday. Um, uh, I, d I don't understand. Something to do with... I think v it's tomorrow's VE day, isn't it? Yeah, and it's like, uh, why we still celebrate VE day in this country, I have no idea. It just seems like the most, I suppose it's been... The glory days, mate. It's the glory days. It's been British and winning that war and all this bullshit. No, don't give me that crap. Um, oh, so, the World Cup as well. <laughs> um, so really, um, this weekend, what am I going to be doing? I've no idea. It's like, I, I, I was wondering why actually my phone's been quite quiet today because we're not been getting as many sales today. And um, I, was, I turned to Sam about an hour ago. I was like, is that a bank holiday tomorrow or something to do? And she was like, yeah bank holiday and that's why it's quiet because you say people don't like buying on bank holiday weekends or just before yes you didn't do a special bank holiday email no <laughs> um vegan day could be vegan day yeah vegan vegan enlightenment day there you go do an email about vegan enlightenment day <laughs> uh dear uh say so, okay so I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what i'll ask a bit of a leading question that was i'll tell you what i while we're doing this show today I've decided what I'm going to do next week. What? I'm going to go into Active Campaign and I'm going to tear down all, not all, most of my lists. I'm going to tear down all the tags I've got. 
I'm going to tear down pretty much all my automations and I'm going to build them up from scratch. So watch out over the next, in fact, I reckon over the next 10 days, have keep an eye out on sort of the, the courses page and um, email or what the emails that are coming out. I'm going to probably document it all as well. Um, I'm, I'm really, um, <laughs> really, <laughs> we only paid the final installment of the World War II bill from the US fairly recently. <laughs> that worked well then, didn't it? Uh, that's probably why, why we're still celebrating it, yes. Um, <laughs> uh, dear. Now, I, I think some of the stuff that I've got planned for this next week is like, it just seems that this week's kind of disappeared underneath me, but I've got a bunch of um, campaigns that I've got to build, that I've got to uh, uh, send my new ad agency a, um, uh, a bunch of um, uh, creatives and stuff like that, as in like uh, creative assets, things like logos and all that kind of stuff. People but are I, noticing what, what we're doing because we're literally preparing for June, July time. Yeah. So when, when things get back to normal and people start thinking about the future and not suddenly whether they're going to get their next toilet roll from, um, probably in a cupboard under the stairs, um, we want to be, we want to be, have the most, well, I personally want to have the most refined uh, system that I can. I, I don't I don't want to work go back to working seven or eight hours a day it's that I'm I'm com I'm happy with like the four hours I'm doing a day at the moment I'm, I'm sticking on that I think some of the stuff that I want to get done and um, this is something which has been going on ongoing before this nonsense happened um John John says sounds like a fantastic black book video series active campaign makeover yeah it does actually it is I mean, that, that's why uh, the guys in the program know that I literally now just record everything as I'm almost everything that I'm doing uh, and just upload it to what we call the black book. So it's a lot of processes. Um, my way, my way of thinking of things, my way of doing stuff. So, no, say, okay. the, the stuff that I've been thinking about and actually taking action over the last sort of six months or so, even before this nonsense started, is is diversifying my traffic sources, which is why, you know. Um, having different traffic guy look after some of the stuff for like Google, which is a good thing. Um, you know, uh, instead of relying on Facebook for everything, um, you know, I've got a, um, uh, you know, I, I have a whole list of people that I've been communicating with backwards and forwards about acquiring different traffic sources. So acquiring different blogs and, um, uh, and, and YouTube channels and things like that, because ultimately, um, now that now that we were in the position we are now is like there's a lot more people who are desperate for some extra cash and they might be looking to offload some of the assets that they that they own that they don't know what to do with and this is the thing that I'm really really super keen on is um, finding traffic sources places that are already getting traffic and and and, and owning them so rather than relying on you know Google AdWords or or, or, or Facebook for my traffic that I've got other traffic sources that I have ownership of, um, uh, which is a, a way more sort of secure way of growing a business. Um, so yeah, that's something that's on my um, agenda over the next uh, the next couple of days or so is to really delve dive deeply into that a bit more. You see that the message that popped up from Donal earlier, he's getting four cent likes now on his page. Using Tim's system. 
well, see, the thing is, he's doing way better than me because it's cost me about 35p a like at the moment. So um, <laughs> he's doing much, much You told everyone what you're doing. They're all doing it now. Well, you know, uh, it, it's funny that sometimes some things that I say actually do work. Um, it's a, a, a weird... Oh, <laughs> uh, dear. What's Ian saying? Huge wave of unemployment will sweep the world. Then the governments will stop paying the furlough costs. Many people will need a new income source, more online. Absolutely. Yeah. But at the same time, there's plenty of bloggers out there who have no idea how to use the traffic that they've already got. Um, oh, they don't even realise they've got the traffic as well. Well, that's that's the point, isn't it? Um, and I think there's going to be some there's going to be some businesses out there certainly that are going to be going cheap. I know we talked about this six six seven weeks ago. Um, there will be companies that are going out of business. There'll be plenty of uh, warehouse clearances. There'll be, you know, um, stock uh, available for various things come the other side of this that are going cheap. Um, so you're going to really kind of look out, uh, look out for opportunities. And if you've got a bit of spare cash, you know, you might pick up the assets of an old company. Has gone well, one of the, my very, very first entrepreneur type things was I was went into an off license and there was uh, five crates of Royal Dutch Lager, which is a little bit like Grosch with a funny top. And they were all, uh, he had a sign saying expiring. Uh, there was like a week left. And I went, I'll take them all. Really? I went, yeah, take them all. So I bought them all, get, got a good price, carried them around to the local pub and went, do you want these? And so uh, I sold them for twice what I paid for them to the public around the corner. Easy. Plenty of arbitrage available, definitely. Yeah, that, that, that is going to be the word, arbitrage. Right, I think we'll wrap it on the head. Wrap it on the head, knock it on the head. Wrap it up. Wrap it Mixed up. metaphors. <laughs> so if you're not in the SMO already, there's a banner at the bottom. Join SMO.com forward slash free. It's a free group. It's not on Facebook um and it's got yeah, it's deliberately not on facebook lots of lots of interesting stuff to do with marketing um there is of course the pro group as well um if you need any um advice about or like got any questions about anything to do with what we talked about today drop us a message in the free group yeah right guys see you next week uh if you've got anything we want you want us to talk about next week just let us know in either of the groups and we will chat we love chat. it. We love a good chat. Yeah. So, guys, have a great weekend. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. Gives you pretty much fair reign, doesn't it? Apart from that, just means you can't go out. <laughs> we wouldn't go out. Hey, racing. See you later, guys. Bye. You've been listening to the Friday Live thing. For show notes and resources, head over to members.seriousmarketersonly.com.